Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We also have the All-Whites taking on uh, the Socceroos in two games. One, uh, one here, one in Brisbane, of course. Uh, that's not next, uh, not this weekend, but the weekend after. Um, be great to see this as a, an annual or a, or, a, or a biannual fixture, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, totally. I, I, I've thought for many, many, many years, both countries have sort of uh, ignored this opportunity to build uh, a regular fixture, especially when getting fixtures um, on a world stage is, is difficult for everybody because of cost and travel and that sort of thing. Um, I'd love to see this become quite a regular thing. And, and now that the All Whites are, are deemed a professional, far more competent unit than we have for years, um, Australia will certainly see you as a viable opposition and we've got to maintain that that continues in the future so that it becomes a regular, even if it was every sort of couple of years. Uh, I'm not sure we could do it every year because it's just take windows, but any time there's a window of both teams when nobody's prepared to play you, they should be playing each other in my opinion. Even if it was more domestic slash A-League players, they should be setting those games up. Yeah, 100%, mate, 100%. I mean, we, we have had a look at the uh, teams uh, that the squads have been announced. The All Whites, of course, have named a couple of new names, and, and Kyle Adams is, is one of those. Alex Paulson getting an opportunity to be part of the group as well, um, and and we've got a few out, uh, a few injured. But I mean, in terms of how strong that is versus the Socceroos, what do you think? Well, look, I I think it's an evolution. It's continued to go forward. Kyle Adams is a, is a left foot defender that plays in the second tier in the in the US, and he deserves an opportunity. And so, the nucleus of a, the team is there, the one we've always had. Of course, people are always looking for the really, really big names, you know. But as long as Chris is there, and uh, you know, we're probably the two we're missing more, and the more it seems to stick out is, of course, the Preet Singh and Ryan Thomas. But the reality is, the teams consistently bringing the shoes. When players are missing, another professional steps into the door ready to play. So long-term future, you know, the next World Cup in four years is the one that I think everybody's quite aware is this all-white team would be really sort of ready to go. So, you know, he's every opportunity, the coaching staff of the all-whites need to look to build the depth and continue to look to find people that need to replace the Winston Reeds and the Tommy Smiths of the world. Yeah, it's interesting that we don't have a uh, a Tommy Smith this time. It's the first time since Danny Hay became All Whites coach. No Tommy Smith. I believe he's he, he's got an injury. Uh, he hasn't featured for Colchester United uh, at all so far this season. And in a way, given that this isn't a competition game as such, it's probably not, not the worst thing to be able to see someone like Kyle Adams come in, being that left-sided defender and get that opportunity. Well, certainly, you know, we Danny's got to take every opportunity he can uh, the one thing you'd have to say about the, the defenders we've currently got going, there's a lack of what you'd call real top-end pace. I mean, they're all quick, but they, they lack that electric 
get out of jail stuff. And so, yeah, he's probably, Danny's probably going to look beyond and say, what well, I need quicker players, I need younger players, I need players that can achieve what I want to achieve. And the only way he can test that is by bringing them in. So, you know, Tommy Smiths and Winston, and, you know, I could imagine that Chris Wood may not be involved in the next couple of squads as he cements himself down at Newcastle and gets, you know, that happening. Because uh, you know what they can do, you mm. know, and especially Chris. So if he can find an opportunity like an Andre Diong, who's probably the next sort of nine running around out there, him and Alex Greaves type thing, um, then you've got to take that opportunity because if you don't take them in this windows, the opportunity is lost. And then when you do throw them into a big game, they're not capable mentally of getting up there yet. I mean, looking at the squad that he does have, do you think Danny's going to play that three, uh, that you know, central three uh, at the back with, I guess, Winston in the middle, and you know, you'd probably put Tui Loma on the right hand side, and then maybe Adams on the left hand side of that. Is that how you think you'll set it up? Well, I think that what we'll see now is Danny will start to adapt the team. Uh, there's no reason why he couldn't play three at the back, but one of them stepping into the holding role in midfield and attack. Um, a little bit more modern in the approach from uh, the fullbacks uh, and, and persevering with that because especially there's nothing on these games. There's just a bit of pride. Whereas I think the last game against Costa Rica, it was all about we must win, we must win, play three at the back, stop them playing. Um, and it turned into a situation where we needed another option to really try to have a go at them. And whilst we played reasonably well, uh, we didn't have that sort of cutting edge with numbers. So I think Danny will take the opportunity over the next two to three seasons uh, to devol- to sort of develop another system that also can play three at the back, four at the back, but it could also be two, two and a one and then a flat three and then one and a two, depending on how he wants to do that. So to do that, if you're going to play three at the back, you need both your outside centre-backs to be capable of playing inside and outside and especially quick off the front foot to turn and chase balls. So, I mean, when you say that, then that makes me think maybe they look at somebody like a Liberato Kikache, maybe in turning him into a left-sided centre-back if you're going to play that way rather than as a wing-back. Yeah, well, that could that could ideally happen. Uh, wing-backs are more, in my opinion, they're going to be more about the attacking because if you end up with full-backs out there as wing-backs, they end up playing five at the back. And then what happens when you sling a five along the back line together, they actually get in each other's ways, as stupid as that may sound, because the fullback on the far side can't narrow up enough. Um, so, you know, so Libby could easily move into that situation. Uh, he's got the capabilities to play. Because that role in that situation, you're tending not to mark anyone. Mm. Because the most teams are playing a 4-3-3 um, or playing a derivation of that. And so the centre of the back three has to be the one that marks all the time. Um, if they play the top two, you know, play the front two, then both outside centre-backs end up having to mark up anyway. But So the, the defending isn't as important as your ability to read the game, pick up midfield runners, and also have a capability to really play when you've got the ball. Uh, so, you know, he could easily do that role, uh, and, but... From what I understand, what he's doing in Italy, he's playing as a left back and a fourth. Yeah, we saw him, I don't know if you caught it the other day, but he came on early in the second half against Roma 
Um, and he looks like he's put on some size. He looks like he's filled out as well. And I was looking at him going, he doesn't look like the whippet I remember going up the wing for the Phoenix. He he looks he looks like a proper proper big, big burly defender now. So I do wonder if that's where his future lies, Millie. Yeah, well, it, but it could be. Uh, I always laugh. It's I remember when we were we were up in uh, Los uh, Los Angeles getting ready for the Under Twenty World Cup, and West Brom were training there at the same time. The size of them was just huge, you know. And people watch games on TV, and and I often think to myself, you really got to understand why some smaller, more agile players really do struggle in Europe because those players are fairly big. They're powerful. They're strong. They're in perfect fitness. Uh, regimes that get their body-to-weight ratio right. And if you don't do that, you can get yourself pushed off the ball continually. So it doesn't surprise me at all that he would have stacked on uh, a fair bit of muscle. I bet you his weight hasn't gone up too much, but he's certainly bigger.